the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Set your spirit on fire and let Dr. Luana Steins guide you to a life of purpose and fulfillment. To reach Dr. Luana Steins, call 760-315-1967 or visit atouchfromabove.org. And now here's your A Touch From Above host, Dr. Luana Steins. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me this awesome, amazing, amazing, amazing day. Our God is a good, good God. Hallelujah. I am so excited all that God is doing. I want to share just a couple of things. You know, uh, I know some of you are just getting to know who I am. Thank you so much for tuning in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I just wanted to just share just a little bit. There is so much going on at our prayer mountain, and I wanted to make sure that I shared that. Um, I don't know if there's crafters out there. Is there any Christian crafters out there? You know, I never really got to understand anything about all the crafters until a young lady came in up to our church in the prayer mountain. And this lady's absolutely amazing. Her crafting is amazing. So we decided, you know what? Two, three times a year, we're going to have an arts and crafts fair. And so we're looking for all Christian vendors. Yay. Do you have a talent, a gift, whatever you have? Um, I would give you all the information, but I don't want to take all my time. But you can find all that information on our website, atouchfromabove.org. Not only that, but we have a drama presentation, also wonderful drama presentations. Uh, One of them we did at the Horton Plaza Lyceum Theater called He Is Risen, and we packed the house out about 500 people. And 200 people got saved almost every single night. So we decided we're going to start doing those presentations up at the Prayer Mountain. So we do one that's called uh, The Fourth Wise Men, uh, He Is Risen. Uh, the other drama presentation is the entire Book of Ruth, which is one that's coming up real soon. And uh, Elvis Gets Saved. These are amazing live drama presentations. I'm so excited. It's uh, twofold. We're practicing for uh, in time we are... Uh, our heartbeat and vision is to do Christian films from the Prayer Mountain, so we're so excited. Our testimonies are for God's glory. Not only that, but we have our Freedom Conferences coming up. Every every June of every year, we have awesome conferences. And not only that, Prayer Mountain, and we have church service, we have Prayer Mountain set apart. People can come up Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, for prayer. But all the information I really wanted you to know, all that information from our craft fair to our drama presentations to our freedom conferences to our prayer mountain cabins for getaway and prayer and fast to church services on Sunday. All of that is available on our website. So you want to make sure that you go to our website, please. Amen. Well, I am so stirred in my heart. And I tell you, as I think about the clock that's sitting right in front of me and I'm looking at it, the, that second hand, the time is going. The clock is ticking. 
So I want to talk to you. I titled my sermon today, The, Talk, the Clock is Ticking. So my question to you, you know, we can see <clears throat> just, you know, the weather changes. You can see as the trees begin to change colors, you can see that the nights get cooler, the mornings ooh, are a little bit more brisk. You know, people are starting to wear jackets. It's kind of funny. When I first came to California, I'm originally from Colorado. So when I saw Californians in their December wearing Ugg boots, I thought, are you kidding me? They're really wearing Ugg boots? Only because I wasn't climatized. So I I thought it was hot. Oh, my goodness, it's so hot. What are you doing wearing a jacket and Ugg boots? And, well, now it's like, where are my boots? I'm freezing. Where's my jacket? Where's my scarf? Well, you know, the time, you can see the times are changing. Uh, we're walk, watching as our whole, um, we don't really understand. The clock is ticking, but I want to say at the same time that clock is ticking, God is giving us a warning, 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 warning. God is always warning us to prepare for the days ahead. You know, I was thinking, reading a couple articles, I was reading uh, some old articles back in September 19, 2022, where chrislam was confirmed. Can you believe chrislam? You know, where uh, it was led by uh, Pope Francis, leaders of the world religious family, adopted the human fertility uh, document at uh, the Seventh Congress. Well, I want you to know something. There is no such thing as chrislam. Christian and Muslim do not serve the same God. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. But because you have so many that are trying to blend in Christianity with everything else, no, 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 no. We're, we're, God warned us about these things that are right before us. And we're seeing, we're watching the Word of God literally unfold before our very eyes. You know, Russia is threatening war. And Russia is even at war today. But we, we have heard whispers in the wind of Russia threatening war against America. We watch the Dow drop and go up and then drop and go up. We watch the prices increase. I was thinking about, um, what is it, a loaf of bread? I don't know about you, but it wasn't even, what, four or five years ago? Uh, I used to own a, um, a drive through coffee espresso. So I'd go pick up, you know, bread for our sandwiches and we'd be able to pick up a couple loaves for just a couple dollars. Well, now you pick up one loaf of bread for what? Four or five bucks for one loaf of bread. I couldn't believe it. But we're watching that. We're watching as the prices continue to rise, uh, you know, and God's righteousness is under attack in our nation. You may not think so, but all you got to do is look around. You watch the educational system. You know, we have a couple of teachers in our church, which are absolutely, they deserve a trophy. I'm telling you. And we're watching as, you know, the teachers are demanded. Maybe you don't know this, Mama. I don't know about you, but I would make sure that you were there at your kid's school. I'd make sure you knew of every meeting that that was meeting, and I would make sure that they're not pushing their agenda on your children. You watch the uh, educational system is trying to force some of our Christian teachers that they have to teach transgender and homosexuality to our young kids. Well, no, 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 no. We're seeing the fight. I can't even believe that there's actually a fight to kill babies up to nine months. Can you believe that? And then there was another uh, 
uh, thing that went before the government, it's something about being able to, if you didn't want a baby, you could just, uh, the new law was trying to pass to allow a baby to be born. And if it was unwanted, that it literally can be left to die on a table up to 28 days after the baby's birth. Are you kidding me? Why? So they could sell the baby's parts? And and we don't even realize there's a lot of that stuff happening behind the scenes. You know, Satan is real. You and I, the church, we have got to rise up like never before. And we have to look out on that harvest field. And we have to see that there's a harvest that must be gathered in. You know, God's time clock is clicking. And we are at the 11th hour. And it is time for us to come in and gather in the harvest. If we really understood about the wrath of God that's going to come and the wrath of God, how he has warned the people. He has warned people about the wrath that is going to come. Now, I know that you probably don't hear that too much preached today in churches, but all you got to do is read Revelation chapter 5, 6, and 7, and 8, and 9, and your hair will stand up. But can I tell you that Revelation tells you and I, it's very clear. In Revelation chapter 1 through 3, God is warning the churches. And not only is he warning the churches, but he's warning the world. In Revelation chapter 4, it's too late. It's too late. God has called the church up in Revelation chapter 4. You can read that. And behold, there was a door standing open in heaven, and he said to me, come up here. That door is the rapture of the church. I know there's a lot of teaching that uh, says, well, Christians are going to go through the tribulation. Well, we're going to go mid-trib. No, that is not true. That's dangerous teaching. And unless you really study, this is why Paul said, study to show yourself approved a workman worthy. You have to study the Word of God. You see, Revelation chapter 4, when John goes up, the bride is up there. He says, suddenly John is like walking on the earth, and then suddenly he's taken up, and now he's in heaven at the throne of God, and he's seeing everything there. And you have to understand, by the time we get to Revelation chapter 5, it's the starting of the seven-year tribulation. And what is the tribulation? It's the wrath of God. It's the wrath of God coming down upon the children of disobedience. And we have to understand very important God's word. Let me read Matthew chapter 9. Somebody say, Gather in the harvest. Matthew chapter 9, reading in verse 36 to 38. But when he saw the multitudes, Jesus was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary, scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is truly plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out labors into his harvest. And you and I have to look. We just have to lift up your eyes. Take a look around. You can see that God's word is literally unfolding before our very eyes. And God has a time and he has a season as well. The same way that we can see that summer is coming or winter is coming. You can see that the leaves begin to change. The night air becomes cooler. The You watch the leaves go from green. Then they kind of wither it around the edges and then they get a little orange and a little bit of yellow and some red, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you hear crunch, crunch, crunch. Those dry leaves are on the ground, and you look up, and the tree is empty. 
Well, you have to take a moment and see the heartbeat of Jesus. Jesus' heartbeat is to reach the lost. When I think about the Samaritan woman, when Jesus meets her, oh my goodness, my goodness. Let's read this scripture in John chapter 4, verse 34. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Do not say, There are still four months, and then comes a harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the field, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored, and others have labored, and you have entered into the rest. What is he saying? He's saying that there is a harvest. Why did Jesus even bring that up? Because he was talking about the Samaritan woman, the disciples, they didn't even understand what was going on. They were trying to figure out, what do you mean by that? What, what are you talking about? Well, if you go back and you begin to read that, you can hear that here is Jesus. He goes to the well. He's sitting by the well, the well the where the Samaritans go, which actually have, they're like the outcasts. But let me read out of John chapter 4 again. And I love how Jesus, you know, don't tell me Jesus was just sitting around because he was tired. Oh, no. So Jesus answered and said to her, he said to the woman, okay, let me, let me go back a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Let's go all the way back. And Jesus said to her, if you knew the gift of God, oh, let me back up even further. For his disciples had gone away to the city to buy food. And then a woman of Samaria said to Jesus, how is it that you being a Jew ask a drink from me? a Samaritan woman, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was to say to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw, with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself? as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, and he said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And the woman said to Jesus, Sir, give me some of this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. And Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. Oh, I like Jesus just about ready to read her mail. You know what I mean? You, you, you're, Hold on now. Let me stop for a minute. I love you, and I've been preaching for 43 years, and I know that sometimes people don't always like to hear the truth, but you know what? This is Jesus just about ready to read this woman's mail, and maybe you're out there, and maybe you're just like this woman. Don't get mad. Let Jesus read your mail so you can find some freedom. Let's read on here. And the woman answered and said, uh, <clears throat> uh I, I, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, Oh, you have well said that you have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. 
in that you spoke very true. Do you understand what Jesus was telling her? You're right. And the one you shacking up with now, he ain't your husband either. You've already had five, and the one you with ain't your husband either. So maybe you're listening to my program, and maybe that's you. Don't get mad at me now. Don't you dare change that channel. You see, God was trying to meet with this woman at the well uh, here. Why? Because he loved her, because he wanted to see her free, because she was searching. She was hungry. She was searching for love. She was looking for love in the first man, in the second man, the third man, the fourth man, the fifth man. And now she's with one more. You see, that list would have went on and on and on. Maybe you are out there. Maybe you're a man. You've been through one woman, another woman, another woman, another woman, and you're never satisfied. You just can't figure out what's going on in your life. I'm telling you, in the grace of God, it's because you need that living water, darling. You need that living water that fulfills that every void that is in your heart. You see, this woman, Jesus knew. She had a void in her heart. And the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive you's a prophet. <laughs> oh, yeah. In other words, he's saying, busted. You busted me. She goes on to say, Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. And Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we do worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming now and is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And the woman said to Jesus, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called the Christ. And when he comes, he's going to tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. (laughs) You see, God, by the Holy Spirit, is speaking to you. You're listening to my program. You're driving down the road. There you are, you're sitting and in your house, you're cleaning your house, and or there you are at your job, and you know, you've got your earplug on and you're listening to me, and your life is empty. Your life is broken. You know, the woman that was searching, the Samaritan woman, is so powerful. The time is running out. How long are you gonna wait and search and search and search? You see, what God wants is for you to surrender. He's waiting for you. He's calling you. I love the rest of the story. He said, and at this point, the disciples came and they marveled that Jesus talked with a woman, yet no one said, what do you seek or why are you talking with her? The woman then left the water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, come and see, come and see the man who told me all things that I ever did. Come, come. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. Let me stop there for a moment. Do you realize that she was the first woman evangelist? Do you? Hello, don't look at me like that. Don't you dare change that channel. You heard right. It was the first woman evangelist. She went and won all of her city. Let me, you don't believe me? Let me read on here. Then they came out of the city and came to Jesus. And in the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food. I have 
food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? And Jesus said to him, My food is to do the will of him who sent me to finish his work. Do not say that there are still four more months, and then comes a harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields. You see, all those men, his disciples, oh, why is he talking to that woman? Why is he sitting over there talking? You want something to eat? No, Jesus was about the Father's business. You see, I'm about my Father's business right now. He is calling you. He is trying to talk to you. Lift lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this saying is true, one sows, another reaps. I send you to reap, for which you have not labored. Another has labored, and you have entered into their labors. And many, the next verse, verse four, uh, 39 of chapter 4 of John, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed in Jesus because of the word of the woman who testified, he told me all that I ever did. You see, God is looking for men and women to rise up, to proclaim his word. God is looking. There's Time is running out. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 9 says, Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with both wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he will destroy its sinners from him. How will they know if we don't tell them? How will they know? Let me give you one really quick story. I'm going to try to crunch it down here. I was in Colorado Springs, my first women's Christian home. It was the cold of winter, and I had an old Volkswagen. Now, Volkswagens are really good in the snow. The only problem is hard for the defroster. you got to scrape. I used to have to scrape my windshield with a cassette tape. Anyway, that's a long story. So I'm driving, and I'm going from the store, and I'm going back to my women's home. And this one corner, uh, the snow was there. It was probably about five inches. The, the wind was blowing and snow was flying and I looked and I could see the silhouette of somebody standing right there by the corner and I looked and it was a young girl and she was dressed pretty loose she didn't even have a jacket on she had like a mini skirt she had high boots I knew she was a prostitute I went around the corner and I drove back around and I said hey listen and I got out of the car and I said listen what are you doing out here I said look at you you're beautiful what are you doing out here don't you know how much God loves you. He has a plan for your life. And I could see the goosebumps all over. I took off my jacket. I had just found this beautiful old cashmere jacket at the thrift store. Sorry, but I loved it. And it was an old antique. I used to love old antique clothes. So I took off my jacket and I put it around her. I said, listen, I have a woman's home. If you need help, I'm here to help you. And she goes, you got to go. You got to go. And I said, no, no, I'm going to tell you about Jesus because you know what? You're beautiful. You're young and you have no business out here. <clears throat> and she looked at me. She goes, and she looked to the side and looked back at me. And she goes, if you don't go, I'm going to get in trouble. And I said, is your pimp out here? And I looked on the side and halfway down in the alley was a like a Cadillac. And I said, okay, I'll be right back. And I went over to the Cadillac and I knocked on the door. And there was a, a guy in there and he leaning back, swooping back, you know, with his cigarette in his hand and he rolls down the window. I said, excuse me, are you the pimp? And he looks at me and goes, What is it to you? I said, you know what? I'm here to tell you about Jesus. I said, how dare you violate these daughters of God? Do you realize these young women need Jesus? And so do you. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit hit me. And I said, you were raised in church. You knew the truth. You walked away from God. And boy, the conviction of the Holy Spirit came. And he goes, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I said, no, no, you got to listen to me. 
I said, you need to let these women go. I said, you need to get your butt back to church, and you need to serve God with all your heart, mind, and soul. You're not only going to straight to hell on a grease pole, but you're leading all these young people. And I said, and I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to take that girl off the street, and you're not going to mess with her at all. And I went, and I talked to her, and she goes, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get I said, no, you're not. Get in the car. You know what? I have a women's home. Can I tell you that how will they know? I'll tell you a little bit. Um, I don't even want to give her name, but that young lady, several of women that we reach, came off the streets, became powerful women of God, and guess what? They are in ministry today, married to powerful men of God, loving Jesus, honoring God, and reaching the harvest. The harvest is plentiful. The harvest is plentiful. Pray with me right now. You're backslidden. You're away from God. You're like the Samaritan woman. Maybe you've got like the guy in the car that's the pimp. Maybe you're just broken and empty. Pray with me right now. Jesus, please forgive me. Come into my heart. Be my Savior. Lord, I'm a wreck. Help me. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Amen. Do you realize that God hears the heart-gripping prayer of someone who just cries out? Now, I want you to do take it one more step. Don't ignore that prayer. You need to come and visit me up at the prayer mountain Sunday morning, 10 a.m., for a church service. Our God is a good God. Don't delay. Don't drag your feet. Get up and get to church every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. at the prayer mountain. A church alive is worth the drive. Bundle up, dress warm. It's absolutely beautiful. I love you. God bless you. You've been listening to A Touch From Above with Dr. Loana Steins. For your financial support of any amount, you'll receive her book, A Mother's Story. Send your gift to P.O. Box 2800, Ramona, California, 92065. Visit atouchfromabove.org and come visit a church service, 10 a.m. at 16145 Highway 67, Ramona, California, 92065. Dress warm. It's a church without walls. Are you distracted? Seems like everything gets in the way. Come to A Touch From Above Prayer Mountain, 25 beautiful acres. Walk up to the cross or relax in a small private cabin to pray. Bring your leaders to pray. At Prayer Mountain, God answers prayer. Even Jesus had to get away to pray. Call today and make your reservation, 760-315-1967. Your answer is just a prayer away. A Touch From Above.org. Like the ravages of a flood, but I call on the name of Jesus and the power of his blood. I have victory over Satan. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.